Hello, and welcome to the Living My Human Design podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hoover, and I'm so excited that you're here. I have been on a self-healing journey since my early 20s, and when I discovered human design in January of 2021, I felt like I had finally found what I had spent the last 20 years searching for. I believe that if we live as our authentic selves, having forgiveness, compassion, love, and understanding in our hearts, that ripples out and positively impacts everyone we interact with. That is how we have the biggest positive impact on the world. My purpose is to be a beacon of light in the world, attracting those who have broken down, fallen apart, and are stuck under the weight of life and help them rise up as their true authentic selves. By sharing my human design experiment through this podcast, I hope to encourage others to begin their own healing journey by experimenting with their own human design. Continue listening and join me on this life-changing experiment of self-discovery. Hello and welcome back. In today's episode, I am sharing a story about how following my strategy led to an amazing experience and opportunity. In my human design experiment right now, I am really leaning into following my strategy and authority. Um, These are two parts of your human design that if you learn and follow your type strategy and authority, Um, It's one of the most powerful things that you can do to begin living a life of flow. Now, following your strategy helps you to be in alignment with the universe to minimize resistance so that life can flow. It's how you receive communication from the universe and how you're moved forward through your life depending upon your type. And following your authority is how you become aligned with your human design, and it helps you to move from making decisions with your mind into making decisions with your body's wisdom. And it helps you to start to trust yourself in your decision-making process and know that you're making correct decisions for you. And just by following your type, strategy, and authority, you will start to decondition and start living in alignment to your unique human design blueprint. So right now I am really leaning into and focusing on my strategy and authority and then recording my experiences in my journal. And this helps me to recognize how often I'm responding because my type is a manifesting generator. And so my strategy is to respond and inform. And where attention goes, energy flows. So by bringing attention to my strategy and authority, I'm finding that I have more to respond to. And this is really important to me specifically right now as I transition into a coaching business and doing this podcast. It's helping me to decide what messages I want to share on this podcast and on Instagram and so forth. So trusting my strategy and authority, um, I'm tr- or, or rather I'm trusting my strategy and my authority to take me into the right direction. Now, I'm sure I've shared this before, but my husband and I live full time in our fifth wheel that we lovingly call Doris after my husband's grandmother. 
and we travel around the U.S. spending about two to three weeks in each spot before we move on to our next destination. And we actually decided to transition into this lifestyle shortly after I discovered human design. So it's the first big decision that I made by following my authority. Our oldest son was in college and our youngest son was a junior in high school when we put our house of 17 years on the market, thinking that it would probably take us about five years to make the transition into full-time RVing. And within three months of putting our house on the market, or I'm sorry, within three months of deciding to live full-time in an RV, we had put our house on a market um, within two days. So we had an open house um, to, to launch the sell of our house. And we had 12 offers in the two days of our open house. And so the third day after put our house on the market, we had accepted an offer. And the following month, we moved out of our house of 17 years. Now, our youngest son was still in high school and he was doing trade school running start through the local community college um, as he was going through the automotive tech program. And so we moved into an apartment in our school district for his last year of school. And then once he finished school, my husband and I moved back to my home state of Montana. And this was the summer of 2022. And within a month of moving to Montana, we bought our truck and our fifth fifth wheel. And then March of this year was when we started being mobile. So we've been living this mobile lifestyle since March of 2023. And I have had us pretty much planned out where we are going to be going um, from the time we left Montana until through January of 2023 or 2024. And there's just, our rig is big. And so I just want to make sure that we always have a place to go. And this is a pretty popular lifestyle right now. There's a lot more people who are living full-time in their RVs. And so I we had made the decision that we were going to go to Las Vegas for a couple weeks at the beginning of September before we headed to the Grand Canyon for a couple weeks um, because neither my husband nor I had ever seen the Grand Canyon. And as it was getting close to the time for us to head to Las Vegas, we were checking out the, um, the campground or the RV park that we were going to be staying in. And we realized that it was in a really sketchy neighborhood, which kind of was making us a little uneasy. And we had been to Las Vegas as adults a couple years earlier, and we did the whole gambling thing, but that wasn't really our style for this trip. We were planning on um, kind of exploring the outdoors activities that Las Vegas has to offer. Um, My little sister was actually born in Vegas. So in the late 80s, I spent a couple of summers in Vegas. And I remember that we used to go um, hiking up on, I think it was called Mount Charleston, and the pine trees smelled like vanilla. And so I really wanted to go back as an adult and hike in that area and see if the pine trees still smelled like vanilla. But that was really the only thing that was bringing us to Vegas. So on a whim, we decided that, you know, let's kind of 
take the next 10 days as we head to the Grand Canyon and just kind of wing it and take our time getting down there and just see what that's like. And so we took off from our home base in the Bidroot Valley and we spent our first night at a um, boondocking at a reservoir that was just a little bit south of Dillon, Montana. And it was super windy there. There were no hookups or anything like that. And there wasn't really a whole lot to go and do, especially with all the wind that was there. So we spent the night at this reservoir. It was absolutely gorgeous, though. It was very, very pretty. And then we decided to continue on to Provo, Utah, in response to my dad telling us that their downtown area was really cute and that if we're in Utah, we should check it out. Well, I had I had just come back from a retreat in Mexico, and shortly after I got back, I came down with a really bad cold, which I generous, generously shared with my husband. And so we hung around in Provo for a few days so that he could relax and heal. And we took a drive through the Provo Canyon, um, which was absolutely gorgeous with all of the leaves turning their fall colors and it was it was really, really pretty. But while we were in Provo, uh, we decided that it would be really cool to boondock at Lone Rock Beach for a few days. And it's all free, or I guess it's not free, it's dispersed camping, but it's really inexpensive. And we had some of the RV YouTubers that we have watched have spent some time there. And it just looked absolutely gorgeous. And we decided once my husband was feeling a little bit better that we would go and spend five days at Lone Rock Beach on Lake Powell. And it was like being on another planet because the environment in this area is drastically different from the Pacific Northwest where, where both my husband and I grew up. And oh, it was just all of the red rocks and the different layers of the rocks and um, oh, it was just gorgeous. And and we did some activities while we were there. So we still have a business that my husband and I run together. And so during the day we work, but if if it's kind of a slow day, then we venture out. And so we went and we checked out the Glen Canyon Dam and we walked around the chains. Um, we hiked in to see a hanging garden that was close to the dam. And we kayaked around Lone Rock. We have a, a little inflatable canoe. And Bailey, our wiener dog, absolutely loves to join us in this canoe. Well, I guess the jury's out on that. She seems like she enjoys it, but then there's also a part of her that just sits there and shakes the whole time we're in the canoe. Uh, but anyways, we were thoroughly enjoying our time here. My husband was starting to feel better. And on our third evening at Lone Rock Beach, my sister texts me and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to go to Antelope Canyon. It, it is just the most beautiful, breathtaking, mind-blowing place I've ever seen. My aunt and uncle took us there when I was really little and she's my half-sister. And, um, and she's like, you just absolutely have to go and see this. And so I I hung up with my sister and I Googled Antelope Canyon and I started looking at all these 
gorgeous pictures and it really got me lit up and excited. And I was showing them to my husband and he's like, oh yeah, we got to go check that out. And so the thing about Antelope Canyon is it is on the Navajo reservation. So you can only go into Antelope Canyon with Navajo guides. And I was looking around online and I found three or four different companies that do tours of either Upper Antelope Canyon or Lower Antelope Canyon. And all of the all of the reservations were booked. Everyone that I was looking into was booked or we could only get one ticket but not two tickets. And I was feeling a little bit discouraged, but it was it was late at night, so I was like, okay, well, we'll go to bed and I'll I'll check again in the morning and and see if I can find something that's available. So, we go to bed and the next morning after my morning routines, I hopped online and I was looking for tours again into Antelope Canyon. And I found this company that was called the Mystic Antelope Canyon Tours. And it it wasn't a tour of the crowded upper or lower canyon. Um, It was was a newer uh, company that was offering tours. They'd only been doing it since 2019. And it was a two and a half hour tour, which was twice as long as the other ones that I was looking at. And they actually had some openings. And I absolutely love the name. I mean, Mystic, hello, that's right up my alley. And so I booked the tour for Saturday and then we were leaving for the Grand Canyon on Sunday. And we had to get to the tour 30 minutes early. Um, and it was on the, it was about a 20 minute drive from us. And we actually ended up arriving about 40 minutes early. And so did all of the other people who were going on the tour as well. So there were only seven people who was who was doing this tour of Antelope Canyon. And we all got together and we were starting to visit and we were sharing where we were from. And there was a German couple who was who was here visiting. And um, the husband was actually from the Tri-Cities of Washington. And then there were two ladies from Southeast Arizona that were hiking together. And one of them was from Ephrata, Washington. And then my husband and I, we raised our kids in Eastern Washington. So it was a very interesting synchronicity that four of the seven of us who were here in Page, Arizona at Antelope Canyon had ties to Washington State. And so we keep talking and visiting. And I mentioned that my husband and I live full-time in our RV and that we travel all over the U.S. And then Lynn and her friend from Southeast Arizona tell us, oh my gosh, you guys have to come and visit us. We live in the best kept secret of Arizona. Um, The Southeast corner that we live in, it's about an hour outside of Tucson. And you can see the beautiful rock formations in the Cochise stronghold from our property. And we have the the darkest nights where you can see the stars so vividly and you can see the Milky Way. And we also just happen to have full RV hookups. So you should come for a visit free of charge. We'll show you all of the amazing hiking trails in the stronghold. And we know all the most beautiful spots. And it's, there's hardly anybody hiking in these areas because it's the best kept secret of Arizona. 
And then this beautiful soul that I had just met gave me her address so that we can come and visit her for free while we're staying in Arizona for the winter. What an incredible opportunity we received by following our strategy of responding to my sister's suggestion of visiting Antelope Canyon. And here we have an invitation um, to come and visit some another beautiful part of the state free of charge. And we haven't even entered Antelope Canyon yet. I mean, that was just amazing. So our Navajo guide comes up. His name was Lee Vander, and he was a super laid back, just very knowledgeable um, guide. Uh, As I mentioned, they'd only been doing these tours since 2019, and then they kind of got shut down for a little bit during the COVID days. Um, And so they were, they're up and running again. And he took us, it was about a 15 minute drive to the area where we, where we take the stairs down into the canyon. And so we're walking down these stairs into the canyon and we get down to the bottom and it are, it's just these big walls of the most brilliant red rocks I had ever seen and these nice um, sandy floors and it's just this magnificent color of way, of red and the walls are all kind of wavy and you can see the different layers and lines in them from where the water has run through. So Antelope Canyon is a um it's a sandstone sandstone canyon. I think I need to learn to talk a little bit slower. I'm so sorry if I am just talking way too fast. I'm just really excited about all of this, but I will, I'm taking imperfect action with this podcast and I will work on slowing my speaking down a little bit. So we're down in the, in the floor of this Antelope Canyon. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, Our Navajo guide is telling us about how these canyons were formed through years and years and years of erosion, mostly formed by water erosion, but also a little bit of wind. And what happens is when the rainy season comes through or when it rains, um, the water just flows through all these canyons and it carves out the sandstone layer by layer by layer. And it takes hundreds of years for these slots to appear that we were hiking through. Um, and it and it's it's um, the water can rush through these um, caverns at 55 miles per hour. So if it's raining or if it's a stormy day, they don't allow anybody to hike in these canyons because it's really dangerous. And so we're squeezing through small gaps. We're climbing up ladders. Um, we're climbing up um, like we're. It, it was an adventure. We were like climbing and hiking and um, learning about the the Navajo traditions. And it was really interesting because Levander really gave us, he kind of sat us down in a really big open area of the cavern. And he started telling us about the Navajo medicine medicine men and and how they really help the Navajo people with their um, mindset and and how um, 
basically the gist of his stories was is you've you've got to be careful where you put your attention. You need to take care of your mind and your body and um and pay attention to where your focus is going because sometimes you can pick up they call them entities but it's basically just low vibration energy if you live in that low vibration energy you're going to attract more of that low vibration energy and then it gets more difficult to pull yourself out of that Um, and he was also a very big proponent of everybody growing their own food and being self-sufficient but it was just just an absolutely gorgeous amazing experience walking through these canyons and seeing the power of mother nature and seeing the power of this planet it's it's just it was such a breathtaking experience that we were led to by following my strategy my husband's also a manifesting generator so by following our strategy of response brought us to this amazing experience And I will go ahead and post some pictures of our hike through Antelope Canyon on my Instagram account. So check them out. And if you're ever in the page area, I highly recommend the Mystic Antelope Canyon tours. It's very intimate. It's a very adventurous hike. You're going up ladders. You're squeezing through um, narrow passages. It was it was an absolutely wonderful adventure. I highly recommend it. And I encourage you to take note of what your strategy and authority is. And if you don't know what your strategy and authority is, you can get your free human design chart from my website at livingmyhumandesign.com and click on the little button that says get chart. And that'll be linked down in the show notes. But you just enter in your um, birth details, your um, name, your birth date, the time you were born, and the location of your birth. And it'll pull up this free chart. You can find out what your type is. Once you learn your type, it'll also show you what your strategy is. And then I really encourage you to take note of when you're responding or when you're receiving invitations or what inspirations are dropping in if you're a manifester and journal on that and just keep showing your mind evidence of how this keeps showing up in your life and let me know how it's going. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of the podcast. If you like what you've heard here today, please take a moment to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe so that you're notified when the next episode is released. If you have any questions, please connect with me on social media. The links are down below in the show notes. Don't forget you can get your free human design chart at my website, livingmyhumandesign.com. And if you'd like to have me unpack your chart with you, you can also schedule an unpack at my website and there are three options to choose from. That website address again is livingmyhumandesign.com. If you'd like to learn more about human design at your own pace, I highly recommend joining Emma Dunwoody's HDX membership. There are video modules on all parts of human design and tons of bonus materials. This membership also comes with a private Facebook community where you can ask questions and get additional support. I'm one of the guides in this community as well. 
The links to all of this information are down below in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. I'm sending you lots of love and light, and I'll talk with you soon.